السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمد رسول کریم اما بعد اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ربش رحلی صدری ویسلی امری وحل القدتم اللسانی یفقہ قولی سبحانک لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انک انت العلیم الحکیم اللہم علمنا ما ینفعنا اللہم منفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah to sustain a narisha and cherisha of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that today we continue with our tafsir and commentary of the Noble Qur'an. Our starting point is Surah Qasas, chapter number 28 and verse number 57. In our previous lesson, Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla mentions, وَلَقَدْ وَصْوَلْنَا لَهُمُ الْقَوْلِ Indeed, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala has connected his speech, meaning for them, for their benefit. The meaning of it is this, that when you look at one verse of the Noble Qur'an or two, three verses, then you can't just jump to conclusion that this is the meaning without elaboration, explanation. You might just take the literal meaning, so you have to look for other verses of the Noble Qur'an. Al-Qur'an yufassiru ba'du ba'da. Certain verses of the Qur'an, they elaborate and explain the other verses. Second one is this, that we have to look at the Ahadith Mubarakah. And that's what Qur'an is teaching us. Surah 16, verse number 44, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us, وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ الذِّكْرَ لِتُبَيِّنَ مَا نُزِّلَ إِلَيْهِمْ That we revealed this reminder to you so that you explain to the people what is revealed to them. وَلَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ And they wonder and ponder. So it shows that the Qur'an itself is telling us we have to follow Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that's the Ahadith Mubarakah. أَطِيُّ اللَّهُ وَأَطِيُّ رَسُولُ Otherwise, أَطِيُّ Rasul will not have any meaning. It will become redundant, Allah forbid. So therefore, those people who reject a hadith, remember totally, they cannot be Muslim. Thereafter, we go, remember, to the verse where Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, teaches us, لَعَلَّهُمْ So they must then take the advice and admonishment. And those people to whom we gave the book before Nabi Wasallam, before the Quran, whom we mean, some of them brought Iman, not all of them. Then when it is recited upon them, they brought Iman on the Torah, they brought Iman on the Zabur, on the Injil. So all the previous books, for example, Salman Farsi, radiallahu an Christian, Abdullah bin Salam, radiallahu ta'ala an Jew, 
So they all brought Iman and they said, Inna ulhaqqu mi Rabbina. This is the truth from all Allah. Inna kunna min qabli muslimin. Even before the advent of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa to Medina and the arrival, they brought Iman on Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in their hearts. So remember, they pronounced it and announced it in Medina Munawwara when they saw and met Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Those are the people they are given double the reward because of their patience and endurance. So Almighty Allah rewarded them handsomely. And you repel the evil with goodness. So you don't just go, remember, and fight fire with fire. You fight fire with water. And from what we gave them, they are spending in the part of Almighty Allah. And when they hear the lagh, that is futile, like today you see, so many things are going on. People just posting this and that. Half of it, remember, is just grieved by backbiting or propaganda and so forth and so on. أَعْرَضُ أَنُوا turn away from it, waste of time, futile activity. وَقَالُوا And they said, لَنَا أَعْمَالُنَا وَلَكُمْ أَعْمَالُكُمْ For us is our actions and for you is your action. سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكَ Salam upon you. لَا نَبْتَغِ الْجَاهِدِينَ جَاهِلِينَ We don't search and look for jahils. Ignorant people, people don't even know how to read Quran. Hadith is very far-fetched for majority of the ummah. But they want to debate and so forth. Almighty Allah tells us, When the jahils want to interact, they persist on their point. So then just make salam. Similarly, Quran says, Turn away from the jahils. So a jahil, we must educate them. But when the jahil feels he's educated already and now wants to debate, so then just leave them, make dua for them. Then the last verse we did in our previous lesson was, remember ijma and consensus among the Mufassirin commentators and mentioned in Bukhari Sharif also. When we look at Sira and Mustafa, Nabi sallallahu Sira and Nabawiya, the Mubarak Sira and life history of the Master Islam from approximately the age of eight, right up to the age of fifty, fifty-one. So we're looking at a period of roughly forty-two, forty-three years. Mustafa Sallallahu was like defended and cared for by Abu Talib, his uncle. But this uncle loved Nabi Salam, Nabi Sallallahu loved the uncle, but he did not bring Iman. He is the father of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anh. In Bukhari Sharif it is mentioned that he did not bring Iman and he dies and is dispatched to Jahannam. So that is the unanimous belief of the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Remember, we don't have to carry favor with anybody. We have to speak the truth according to Quran Sharif and the Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, إِنَّكَ لَا تَهَدِي مَنْ أَحْبَبْتَ that you cannot give guidance to whomsoever you love. And Almighty Allah will guide whomsoever He wishes. And He, Almighty Allah, alone knows who are the guided ones. So here we learn two big lessons. 
Remember, we must love Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, show the utmost respect for Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and make ittiba and follow the way of Nabi Alayhi Salam. Then we will be successful. So he, Abu Talib, he loved Nabi Alayhi Salam, but he was not prepared to follow Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam or the Sharia of Islam. One of his last words before dying was, I select and choose the fire over disgrace. So it shows that Almighty Allah is teaching us lessons here. And on the other side, we find that Mustafa is performing salat, fasting during Ramadan, the munafikin, the hypocrites. They're following Nabi Salam in salat, they're fasting, but no true love, no true respect, no iman in the inner recesses of their heart. Hence, they are dispatched to the lowest layer of Jahannam, the Quran says. They're in the lowest, lowest layer of Jahannam. So what must we do? We bring Iman on Mustafa sallallahu alayhi We have the highest respect for the Master alayhi salam. The greatest love for Mustafa sallallahu alayhi Follow the Master alayhi salatu salam immaculately. Read abundant durood, salawat, salutations upon Nabi al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi Take the message of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi to the world. From Makkah Mukarramah we bring the Ard Zamzam. From Madinah Munawwara we bring the Khajur and the Dates. What do we bring from Arafat? That those of you who are present here propagate and convey this message to all. So that is our duty. To convey the message. Today's lesson, Surah 28, Surah Qasas, verse number 57. And they, the Mushrikeen, the polytheists, they worship every day a new idol. They by the Baytullah, 360 idols. And remember, Mustafa Habibuna, sallallahu came on the occasion of the Fateh Makkah, that is the conquest of Makkah, and removed all the idols and smashed it. Ja al haqqu wa The truth has come, and the batil, the falsehood, has perished. Waqalu, and they said, Inna tabi'il huda, that if we follow the guidance, meaning if we follow the deen which you are saying is Almighty Allah, Jalla Deenul Islam, we follow you, O Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and all the Sharia, so all these respectable words, they don't use, I, we have to use it. So if we follow this hidayat, this nurani tariqah, this way of Islam, and you, O Mustafa, Habibuna, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ma'aka with you, so it means to listen to you, commanding us, and following, imitating you. So Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, nutakhattaf min ardina, then we will be hijacked from the land, we will be removed from this earth. Min ardina from this earth means the haram. What is meant by the haram? Makkah Mukarrama, Mina Muzdalifa, M33, M3 memes. Three M's, three memes put together, that constitutes the haram, Makkah, Mina, Muzdalifa. Arafat is out of the haram. Tanaim is out of the haram. So all this, Jirana is out of the haram. These are the places people go and fasten the haram, Hudaybiyah, Shumaysiyah, nowadays is out of the haram. So remember the three M's.
Now what did they say? If they follow Islam, they follow Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, then we will be kidnapped, we will be hijacked, removed min ardina from this land, this muqaddas land. Al-ardul muqaddasayeh means, remember, the word muqaddasayeh is not mentioned but understood. That Mubarak land, Makkah Mukarramah, Amina Muzdalifah. Imagine that was what was in their hearts and minds. We say practice on deen and all Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah will grant you much, much more. Just take two verses of the Noble Quran. I'll give you the references and you see the promises of Allah. What does Almighty Allah say? وَلَوْ أَنَّ if the people of the towns and cities bring through iman, they have taqwa and through piety. Then we will open the doors of barakah and blessing from the heavens and the earth. We practice deen, Allah will grant us barakah, blessing from up from the skies and heavens and from the land and sand. Surah number 7, Surah A'raf, verse number 96. That is one side. Another side, Almighty Allah states, وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ Whosoever Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, He fears Almighty Allah, Allah will make out a way for him. يَجْعَلْ لَهُ So there will be problems in life, Almighty Allah will make a way out for him, or her for that matter, وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ And Allah will give him risk and sustenance, Honor everything from such places and avenues. La yahtasib in never ever expected. Surah 65, verse number 3. So that is what all Allah is teaching us. And our iman, our yaqeen must be on the Quran Kareem. And Surah 65, verses 2 and 3. Now here today when we look at this ummah, many places, when we travel in this world, you ask the person, why are you not reading Jumma Salat? You will say, I signed the lease and I have to leave the shop open. So imagine the other Salat, we're not even discussing, obviously the Haram, but Jumma Salat itself. This person for months and months, maybe years, will not read Jumma because he had signed a lease that his shop must remain open in the mall or it must remain open in that complex or whatever. So what good is that shop? It becomes a distraction even for our salat. So everything earned there really is haram at the time of Jummah. <coughs> Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah told us, إِذَا نُودِيَ لِلسَّلَاةِ مِي يَوْمِ الْجُمُوَةِ فَاسْعَوْ إِلَىٰ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ Hasten towards the remembrance of Allah, وَذَرُوا الْبَيْءِ and leave your business. ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ That is better for you if you only knew in kundum ta'alamun. Surah 62, Surah Jumu'ah verse 9. But today's Ummah says this. So many places we'll notice this. So Almighty Allah rebukes them. أَوَلَمْ نُمَكِّلْ لَهُمْ What did we not give them authority? Did we not give them power? حَرَمَنَا آمِنَا In the haram. مَكَّ مُكَرَّمَا مِنَا And Muzdalifa. Amina, safety, security. So remember there, they should have brought Iman, they should have brought Islam. They saw Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They saw the barakah and the blessing of the Haram Sharif. The Zamzam is there. They can see the Kaaba, Shemusharrafa, Baytullah. People coming in millions and thousands from different parts of the world. 
yujba ilayhi thamaratu kulli shay'in rizqan min ladunna it is drawn towards it thamarat the fruits kulli shay'in for all types rizqan min ladunna and this is sustenance and provision from our side when Nabi Ibrahim Khalilullah alayhi went and he left Sayyida Hajara radiallahu, you can say Hajar or Hajara radiallahu ta'ala anha there, and thereafter Nabi Ismail alayhi was also there with his mother. So we see the Zamzam well started. Jibreel alayhi salatu struck the land and the sand as mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. And that was the beginning of Zamzam. Zamzam means al-ma'ul kathir, abundant water. Today, every day, million liters are used. Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, in the Haram Sharif, then Madinah is Zamzam. So imagine all this. Now he left them there and made dua. فَجَعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِّنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِيلَيْهِمْ O Allah, let the hearts of some people incline towards the Haram Sharif. So we see one million, two million, three million, four million people sometimes performing the Hajj, the greatest assembly of humanity. وَرْزُقُهُمْ مِّنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ You grant them the fruits, Ya Allah, the food and everything, so that they are thankful and grateful to you, O Almighty Allah. So this is the barakah and blessing of Khalilullah Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam. مِنْ لَدُنَّا وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ But majority of them know not. It's not they don't know. Majority of them don't want to know. Big difference between the two. When a person in his quest is talib sadiq he is truthful, and he is seeking and searching for the truth, then Almighty Allah will give him the guidance. Yahdi ilayhi may yunib. Almighty Allah gives guidance to people who turn towards him. And those people who think that they are too intellectual, too academic, and they don't need, Almighty Allah states regarding them, فَلَمَّا زَاغُوا أَزَاغَ اللَّهُ قُلُوبَهُمْ When they turn away and deviate from the right path, then Almighty Allah lets their hearts also get deviated. Allah protect us. Now you study Makkah Mukarramah, the dua of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam. Makkah Mukarramah becomes a big center and markers. Till today it is the markers for Muslims, the headquarters. We read Salat, so there is uniformity, unity. We all face the Baytullah Kaaba Musharrafah. There by the Baytullah we read Salat, all four sides. And you see how the circles are formed around the Baytullah. And other parts of the world, we just follow one direction, face one direction, the east, west, north, south, and so forth. So the economy was booming, and now they were thriving in their businesses. But when does economy, business, everything starts thriving? I'm speaking of those times already. And then the person leaves all the injunctions of Islam, or majority of them, because they're so engrossed in their business and in their careers, then all Allah unleashes the punishment. And how many a town and city? It means so many, 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 several of them. The town cities were decimated, annihilated, 
that town and the city had Maisha. It had such an economy, but the Maisha Taha that was now thriving, and the people became so proud and arrogant. We are millionaires. We have this. We have that. We have. So imagine that this money Almighty Allah gives us. Ni'mal malu salih li rajuli salih. Mustafa sallallahu said, wealth in itself is good, but in whose possession? A pious person. So he will know how to prioritize it. He will know all these type of things. So remember that their Maisha, the economy, their financial situation was so good, prosperous, but the pride came in. And that was what led to the decline and decimation. So these are their homes. No one could live there after them, except few people. We see there in Makkah Mukarramah how Almighty Allah Jalla Wala destroyed the Abraha with his elephants. He came with the big, big elephants. Almighty Allah used simple birds. Simple birds meaning very small comparatively to the elephant. And they were decimated, annihilated, and everything happened. Almighty Allah protects the Haram Sharif. May Almighty Allah protect the Haramain Sharifain from the enemies. May Almighty Allah protect Majid Al-Aqsa from the enemies as well. So here yeah, the lesson we are learning. Lam tuskam min ba'dim illa qalila. When you look around the world, you will see where the punishment of Almighty Allah came. Few people are residing there. You go today, there to the... Dead Sea, you will find these hotels there, you will find all that. But comparatively to what they was there, and now there are very few people living there. You go to the places of Madaina Salih, where Nabi Salih alayhi salatu salam's people were. You hardly find people living there, very, very few. Because they all know that these were the places Almighty Allah unleashed His punishment here and the people were given such a punishment. So who wants to stay in such a place? So Almighty Allah says, And we are the one who inherit everything, meaning we be, everything belongs to us. Me and you, we are ordinary mortals, my car, my house, my property, my shop, my farm. So all this my, my, my is nothing. It's just for 10, 20, 50, 100 years, and then it's gone. So the ultimate and real owner is Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. But Almighty Allah is Dayan, the most just. So Almighty Allah will not unleash His punishment until and unless there are Anbiya there or there are warners there, whether it is ulama or whether it is jamaat or whatever. وَمَا كَانَ رَبُّكَ مُهُلِكَ الْقُرَاءِ And your Allah, your sustainer, Narisha, will not destroy the towns and cities. حَتَّى يَبْأَثَ فِي Until and unless all Allah sends in the Ummiyah, the metropolitan area. It means Ambiya are there right in the center. Like the mother, she is the focal point of the family. So the Nabi will come in that place that is not some isolated farm in place. Fi Ummiya in the cosmopolitan, metropolitan area of that town. Rasulah. So the Rasul will come, Yatulu alayhim ayatina, and reciting to them our signs, our verses, our everything of ours. 
Now you say, but in our towns, our cities, the Nabi did not come. Remember that Nabi Sallallahu did not come, but the message of the messenger came via the honorable ulama, via the awliyaullah, the pious people, and so forth. So no one has an excuse today. وَمَا كُنَّا and we will not destroy any town, any city, any place. But the people, the residents of the town, of the place, they are zalim. They continue with their oppression, transgression. They continue with their kufr, with their shirk. And remember, I mentioned this on several occasions. When a nation continues with the vices, then Allah Ta'ala keeps on giving them. When Allah Ta'ala gives Muslims who have iman, taqwa, you call it barakat. Barakat in sama. So from the heavens and earth, the barakat. When people are committing kufr, shirk, and they are munafikin and hypocrites, they don't have anything in their hearts. But yet Allah is sustaining. So this is muhula. It is a respite and extension in time. Then the punishment comes. And then how does it come? When they forget the admonishments and advices that are given to them. Then we open the doors of everything. But if you compare and juxtapose this with what Allah said for the believers, there the word barakat is used. And here Almighty Allah says, فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ حَتَّى So much so. إِذَا فَرِحُوا بِمَا أُوتُوا When they are happy, they are proud, they are arrogant now with what they are given. They have the great income, they have those properties, they have those contacts, they have so many things in the bank, insure, offshore, everything. Suddenly we seize them, war breaks out. Oh, there are problems with other countries and so forth. Then they become disillusioned, disappointed. They lose hope in Almighty Allah, Jalla Surah 6, Surah Al-Am, verse number 44. So that is what Almighty Allah is teaching us in these verses here. That these people, Allah Ta'ala punish them, they, they must blame themselves. Don't apportion the blame to Almighty Allah. They committed the kufr, the shirk, everything else. And whatever we have given you, min in anything, the car, the house, and so many properties, farms, warehouses, factories, whatever, gold, silver, so the material wealth, dunya. So this is this the provision of this worldly life, and the beauty and adornment of this worldly life. Imam Ismail is a great grammarian of the Arabic language, a linguist par excellence. He wanted to know the three words. He wasn't 100% convinced that he understood the meaning thoroughly and properly. Hence he went towards the jungle, the forest, and said, let me see how these people, they use these words. So he heard a dialogue, he heard a discussion between mother and daughter. Mother asked the daughter, Ain al-mata. That is one word he wanted to know. Mata. Here's it here. Mata ul So mata refers to that dirty rag. Our mother's sisters normally have they in the kitchen and so forth. So that. 
So the daughter, then the mother asked the daughter, Ain al-mata. She said that Ja'al, that she said that this dog came. And which dog? Al-Raqib. So Ashab al-Kahfi wal-Raqib. So the dog is black and white in color. There's a second word he wanted to know. And then what tabarak al-Jabal. Jamal, Jabal, and then this dog ran away with that cloth, with a barakal Jabal, and it ran away far, high, high away in the mountain. Subhanallah, in those two, three sentences, all three words came. Mata, the dirty rag. Rakim, the dog that is black and white. And tabarak, to go high, high, high. Allah ta'ala elevates the person. So this worldly life is just like a dirty rag. But me and you, remember, we are so much in love with it. وَمَا إِنَّ اللَّهِ خَيْرُ وَأَبْقَى What is there by Almighty Allah is much, much superior and everlasting and eternal. أَفَلَا تَأْقِلُونَ So why don't you use your common sense? Common sense is no more common. May Almighty Allah keep us on the right path. وَآخْرُ دَعْوَانَا عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ